What up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca. And as always, thank you for tuning in. I am excited. Yes, sir. This episode, we are going to feature part two of our combat sports news and club bangers. So, yes, sir, we will go out live. Say what? Live to Miami, where we flew our correspondent. Yes, it was on coach, and it was the middle seat. (laughs) We are on a budget here at the Ball and Buds podcast, even though we are blowing up. Make sure you check us out on all your major streaming platforms. Download, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Donate. We don't have a donation line, but (laughs) I should make one. Right now, it's 1-800-KISS-MY-ASS, suckas. And so we are going to go out live in Miami and Arizona for the Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul fight. And then we also sent him out to AZ for UFC 263. I'm just rhyming everywhere, you know. I just do what I can. The best tickets money could buy, second row. Yes, we splurged, (laughs) y'all. Ah. (laughs) and so we're gonna talk about some more limb breakage and some more great ufc fights we'll touch on adesanya we'll touch on diaz we'll touch on leon edwards we'll touch on all of that good stuff but first you know how we like to start here on the ball and buds podcast with omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. Get over here! Omar, 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 since you are sending me to all these great places, my alter ego must come out. The new me. Say what? The new me has to be Clubber D, the Combat G, because I'm always in a place to be. (laughs) Don't hate on the bars, because your mother loves them. Clubber D has arisen. Calls. Clubber D has arrived. Or should I say destiny? That's cool, motherfucking boy! Either way, I'm stealing from Thanos. Clubber D from now on. If y'all don't like it, email Omar. Yes, sir. Clubber D in the place to be. That is his alter ego. And if you know me, then you know Street P only messes with real G's. And so you know he is that real combat G. He touches on UFC. PFL and PFC, and there ain't nobody better to analyze the game than he. Well, maybe DC and Hell Wani, but he be number three, and I put that on P. S people show if you got three, three or mo, then you got street. Let me stop. Okay, I'm just freestyling. Say what? It's pretty good, though. <laughs> Holla at your boy, Street Professor. What? Yeah, now listen! That's called motherfucking bars, Nick. You know nothing about that. And now, without further ado, we go out live to Miami to get a report from our correspondent. He is the after the fact king. He is the love seat messiah. And he plays the magic fiddle better than Franklin. Yes, he is our combat sports insider, Clubber. 
D. Ladies and gentlemen, we have sent him out to the 305 cover the Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul fight. So, my brother, tell me what's going on down there. And as well, let them know that me and you will be visiting Miami quite soon, and it's going to be a party if you know what I mean. <laughs> Yo, oh, Omar, it's your boy, Clubber D, calling from the hotel you set me up with uh, down here in Miami, you know what I'm saying? It was at the Jake Paul May- Money Mayweather fight last night. You know, I appreciate the seats. You know, I was down there. Uh Stop capping. Uh, I was second row. I wanted to be front row, but, you know, it is what it is. I was, when the rain started last night, I had to move, and then I tried to go back to my seat, and they were like, look here, sir. We need your, your pass. I was like, look, I ain't got a pass, man. I'm with, I'm with Ball and Buds Podcast. You know, y'all know us. We were renowned. You know what I'm saying? He said, you know, the, the security guard was hating. You know, he was like, man, man, I don't never heard y'all. Say what? Other man, you just don't have the streaming services, so all y'all that haven't been listening, finally you're listening, and keep listening. And if you don't, no one likes you. Anyways, so the fight was pretty much as we thought it was going to be. I mean, you got a kid in his in his mid-20s, over 30 pounds, like six, seven inches taller than Floyd. Floyd's 44 years old, probably the greatest fighter of all time. And, I mean, t- Floyd was toying with him. As you could tell in the, the early stages, uh, Jake had that little flurry, you know what I'm saying, with the wide-ass punches trying to hit Floyd. And, I mean, nothing was landed. Only mouth-breathing cornball YouTube fans and non-athletic sports, a.k.a. combat sport-watching fans... You suck, you jackass! ...thought that he was doing something, but he was doing absolutely nothing. I mean, Floyd, Floyd played with him the whole fight. I mean... Hey, what happened? Toasty! If you look at it, Floyd threw no combinations, okay? All he was doing was just pop-shotting them. You know, he would hit him, you know, be a little hold, hit him again... A little bit of hold. I mean, he, he wasn't going to knock him out. I mean, he probably could have if he went to the body a little more and uh, body shots were hurting him. Because as you can tell, I believe it was round four, you know, he was leaning over the ropes. You know, he was standing up like he was George Foreman in between fights. <sighs> Jake Paul, that is. I mean, pardon me, Logan Paul. So I was sitting next to Jake Paul. You got to be mixed up. You know, I was sitting behind him and his, his dusty ass got in front of me with his uh, mayonnaise voice. You know what I'm saying? Say what? My bad, Logan Paul. You know, and uh, he was leaning over the ropes, gassed already. I mean, you're big like that. You got muscles. Uh, all the blood goes to your muscles, and you don't really have that much stamina to go the go the whole eight rounds last night. But um, easy one, easy work for Floyd. Like I said before, Floyd threw no combinations, none. So that tells you what he was doing. He just pop shot. It was kind of like Conor McGregor. You know, you had all the uh, the mouth breathers thinking Conor was really going to do something. <laughs> You, you you don't practice boxing. You you have to become a boxer. It's not a, a hobby, okay? You know what I'm saying? I was late getting to the fight, so... Uh, one eternity later. I missed a Chad Johnson fight. Some of the, the highlights I saw. He was fighting a dude who was MMA guy slash uh, bare knuckle fighting. I mean, that's cool and all, but that's not boxing. It's, it's just sweet science. It's totally different. And some of the punches dude was trying to hit him with. I mean, he did knock Chad down, but... From the highlights I saw, Chad, uh, Chad won, but some of the punches Chad was throwing, I was like, bro, what the hell are you doing, you know? I, I thought he was doing a punch machine at all the bars or something like that. I was like, bro, what are you, it's not whack-a-mole. You have to, a jab is not, it's not supposed to be, be, be thrown like that. But, but anyways, I mean, give, I give the man credit. He, cha- he uh, trained with uh, the Charlo brothers for this fight, and those guys are no joke down in um, 
that Dallas Fort Worth area, you know, them and uh, Earl Spence, you know what I'm saying? They uh, they were going to call me out for training, but you know, I had to do the podcast, so I couldn't, I couldn't roll through. Say what? Yeah, man, Floyd, this, this is the thing. Floyd is the money man, all right? He got me talking about it, and you know what I'm saying? I risk sleep. Uh, You're bullshitting. Uh, okay, I had to go to work the next day. I risked sleep, flying out of town, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Omar took care of me. But, yeah, he got us looking at this on, on a Sunday, you know. Uh, why you always lying? Uh, you think this is WrestleMania or something like that, a Royal Rumble, you know. It's this Sunday pay-per-view. I guess if wrestling can do it, I guess boxing can do it, too. I mean, it's not a bad idea, but moving forward, I don't know if more people would do it on Sundays. People like to get wild and crazy, and I ain't taking off work for no damn boxing the next day. So they need to, you know, at least have it earlier. They can do it on Sundays, just have it a little earlier. You know, maybe a uh, 6 o'clock start time, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, when you got two entrance songs by uh, Migos and uh, whoever the other Dusty dude was, you know, it's you, you got to be, I guess you got to be extra with it. Enough of that. So yeah, forget about those BS fights. You know, all those fights are really BS. All these exhibitions are just to make money. The Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul, the Chad Johnson, Brian Maxwell, whatever. They're all just BS fights to make money. So uh, it doesn't really matter. All money is made up anyways. So that's another subject for another day. And uh, give me all the lowdown on your trip. So after you left Miami, we sent you to Arizona for UFC 263. So please, sir, tell me all about that event and how it was. I heard that you had an amazing time and you were hanging out with some big wigs down there. Tell me about this. All right, Omar, we back. We 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 here for this UFC event, okay? You know, you know, flew me all the way out to uh, Arizona. Uh, Stop capping. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I thought I was gonna see a Suns game, but they they handle business in Denver, so I'm 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 hanging out here with Justin Bieber and uh and uh, Trader Truth. You know, some of the celebrities there. You know. I've, I uh, had, to, had to tell Justin, you know what I'm saying, uh, tell your girl she spilled a drink on my shoes again, it's going to be a problem. Uh, you're bullshitting. Uh, but anyways, you know, I appreciate you uh, sending me out here. Um, but uh, just moving forward, I don't do uh, economy, you know what I'm saying? I need to be first class or business class, so that whole back of the plane stuff, that ain't for me. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later when, uh, when we speak offline. But anyways, this UFC card was phenomenal. It was great. It had me on the edge of my seat. I don't, I don't, I appreciate how late it was, you know what I'm saying, trying to go to the after party, but it is what it is. Uh, why you always lying? Uh, the first fight we had, Paul Craig from Scotland. This guy was like, he, he looked like Drew McIntyre's cousin coming out here, you know what I'm saying? It was, this was like uh, uh, Mel Gibson and, uh, and Braveheart. But they'll never take our freedom! Came out with a, you know, with the, with the blue paint on and, and the weigh-ins, and him and, and Jamel Hill were, were going back to back, you know, talking junk to each other. Last fight, we had a moment of silence for Chris Weidman's shin. When his snap crackle popped, we are going to have another moment of silence for Jamal Hill's arm okay Paul Craig had him in a triangle arm bar dislocated his elbow no god it was another bent noodle it was an elbow noodle this was 
No, God, please, no. This was this was baked ziti. You know, when you when you bend the noodle, get the cheese, get the sauce, put it in your mouth, pause. <laughs> Gay. Enough of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's when his I never seen an arm flailing like that while getting hit in a triangle position. No. Like a, it was like a wind dancer, okay? Like he was hanging out in front of a used car lot and it just it was just dancing around. That that arm was disgusting, gross. I thought it was broken, but it was actually uh, dislocated. No! And the fact that when they announced Paul Craig as the winner, he was still staying there with his arm just dangling there. It was, oh, it was gross. Sickening. It was... No! That's, that's, that's going to be the theme of this whole night. Just, just disgusting things that the human body is phenomenal. And the things that can happen to the human body, you know, it, it just it, it boggles my mind. Club hits, okay? Yes, clubs hits. Next fight we had Bilal, remember the name Muhammad against the legend Damio Maya. You know, Damio Maya, you know, he's a submission expert, okay? But the problem with him, you cannot, if you cannot, if you haven't learned from take, using a single leg takedown, you're 43 years old. You, you, you've done so much in the sport. You have over, what, uh, 22 UFC wins. But the single leg takedown, if, if someone's stuffing that and you got, He's trying to take Bilal Muhammad down, and Bilal just hop around. He's on a he's on a pogo stick, you know. His 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 takedown defense was was, was phenomenal. He reminded me of uh, BJ Penn in his heyday, the way he just hop around on one leg, just you know, like he's stomping a roach. But but, but he uh, he was tearing him up on. He was tearing Damian Maya up on stand up. So uh, Bilal Muhammad got the got the uh, the victory. Um, I think it was uh, two rounds to one. But uh, yeah, Bilal remember the name remember the name Muhammad. His last fight was against uh, Leon Edwards. We had that nasty eye. Poke which was pretty gross. Club hits, okay? Yes, clubs hits. Speaking of Leon Edwards, he fought our boy Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz made his return, you know what I'm saying? And I hate to say this, I'm a big Diaz fan, but at age 36, he he looked kind of slow. By the third round, after... uh, Leon Edwards was tearing his leg up. I mean, it was black and blue, and it wasn't true. He was hobbling around. I mean, he was the the, the last the last the last minute of the fight. Okay, he did he did stun Leon Edwards, and Leon Edwards was uh, doing Charleston two steps, trying not to go to sleep and join everybody on that sectional. But Nate Diaz got his ass whooped. I mean, he was sliced up. He he looked like an extra. From a saw or a, or one of those zombie movies, you know, the Army of the Dead with what Patisa was on Netflix. I don't know if you got Netflix or if you uh, stealing someone else's whatever. Hold it right there, I'll be taking that. Ah! But uh, he looked like one of them zombies. He kind of like the blood was all all over on the side of his head, a big gash over his over his eye. You know, it it kind of looked like when you when you cut open into apple pie. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 crusty thin layers. That was that's like the scar tissue around the, uh, Nate Diaz's eyes. Disgusting, okay. He looked like Mike Jackson when he came out the grave in Thriller. I mean, it was just. Why are you running? Why are you running? Just nasty. He got, he got his ass with the whole fight. I mean, I'm sorry. I like he's doing antics and doing all this other stuff trying to show he wasn't hurt. But I'm sorry, Leon Edwards whooped that ass. I mean, it was that was a bad fight. And and, and Nate, he, he's a great fighter, but. It, it might be that time. It, it might be time to either. I know he said he got cut and he couldn't train the way he wanted to. And, you know, the Diaz brothers, they, they do triathlons and things like that. But, I mean, this was a, 
this we're not gonna see you know what i was about to call the bouncer okay you know we got the club bangers the club hits we about to call the bouncer to stop this fight and then throw his ass out because this is bad like he, he got his ass whooped so leon edwards number three rank you know he's, he's over there in london so it's it was tough for him to get over here uh, during the pandemic or whatnot, but he's he's proven his worth. He's, he's uh, trying to trying to get that spot against that rematch against Kamaru Usman, who uh, he lost to. I'd say about I believe it was two years ago, two three years ago, he lost Kamaru Usman, but that's not new at 170. You know, Kamaru Usman is the man at 170. But Leon Edwards, you know, he's you know probably gonna fly back to London or uh, wherever part of England he's from. You know, get some tea, get some crumpets, and you know, do his thing. You know, holla at Paddington the Bear. Club hits, okay? Yes, clubs hits. Yo, it is time. It is time. Let's let's take this show to a screeching halt. I'll pause for that noise. The next fight for the 125-pound strap. You got the rematch. This first fight was a barn burner. If you are bored and want to watch 25 minutes of action, non-stop fighting, uh, submissions, stand-up, back-and-forth game, check out the first fight between Brandon Moreno versus Davidson Figueira. And yes, Figueira. I will not say his name much often because it's hard to say, so I'm going to say Fig, like a Newton. You got a problem? Don't at me. Send uh, all the mail to uh, Omar Fonseca at gmail.com. Say what? Anyways. The first fight, like I said, amazing. Nonstop. They fought, they fought to a draw, so now they got to run it back. Brandon Moreno, a.k.a. Assassin Baby, this man was like, look, I took the fight on shorter notice. Give me, give me a couple months to, to really uh, train for this. I got him. The problem with this fight was Davidson, like he has before, had to get weighed again. He's been heavy in a title fight. Knocked out uh, Dave Benavidez. Couldn't get the strap officially. Had to run him back. Knocked him out in the second round or third round, I believe. So, title fight again. Defending his belt for the second time. What happens? Has to get weighed twice. Barely made weight with only, I want to say, maybe 15 minutes to spare before he had to make it a non-title fight. So, keep that in mind. You know, they these guys are fighting at 125. I haven't been 125 since I was in the eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? I worked my way back down. I lost four pounds last week, but I had diarrhea. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Back to the fight. So, how does this fight start? When you get somebody that's already depleted from, from, from cutting weight, you do it like Pacquiao did De La Hoya. When Pacquiao saw De La Hoya, he saw he had the, the IV, you know, uh, mark in his arm. So, you know, he had to get rehydrated. So, he's already depleted. He's tired when the fight happens. So, if you see somebody that struggled to make weight, you blitz him. So, Brandon Moreno st- went straight at Fig. Rocked him in the first round. Kept the pressure on him, Okay. When we get to the second round, you know, same thing. He, he had him in the, uh, the rear naked, got out of it, wiggled out. But what happens? Rear naked choke, goodbye, tapping on the shoulder. You thought he was doing Shawn Michaels with, with the leg slap with the sweet chin music, you know. Tap, tap, tap. We got a new champ. And what's special about this new champ, Brandon Moreno, good kid. Assassin, baby. That's his nickname. This man is the first ever Mexican-born UFC champion, Okay. Big shout out to Mexico on this, all right? You know what I'm saying? Cue in the music, okay? I was born on the 4th of May. Cinco de Mayo's on the 5th of May. Kind of related, but whatnot. Who cares? Close enough. Respect to them, okay? They got their first UFC champion. I love it, okay? You got three African champions, 
and now you got one Mexican uh, champion. This is when Ultimate Fight, when Ultimate Fighting Championship, when the UFC talks about they're a global, worldwide sport, this proves it. Okay, you get champions from all walks of walks of land. Okay, so representing Mexico and his Brand Moreno, first ever Mexican board UFC champion. Shots out to him. Okay, this guy, and he had such a the the, the interview was such passion, the emotion. You can see that. You know, he, he fought so hard to get here, and he's finally champion, finally recognizing the masses. And them doing it out in Phoenix, you know, I was in, I was live in attendance, you know what I'm saying? I was in attendance. I was jumping, doing backflips myself. You know, I had my Charles Barkley jersey on. Shout out to the Suns, you know what I'm saying? We're going to sweep the Nuggets. We are going to sweep the Nuggets, okay? I'm recording this the same night as the UFC, the night before, uh, you know, game four against Denver. You know what I'm saying? Phoenix got this, all right? Anyways, but yeah, Omar, thank you so much for these tickets. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 right next to Justin Bieber. Uh, Stop capping. Uh, you know what I'm saying? This dude is spilling drinks on my on my leg. You know I'm about to about to uh, knock the culture vulture out of him. But I'm gonna we'll leave that out to another day. Say what? Now let's get to the main event. The main event, and like I said, they wilding out out here in Phoenix, right? Not Phoenix. I'm sorry, Arizona. You know what I'm saying? I'm just close location, but uh, uh you're bullshitting. Uh, Anyways, Israel Alessania going against Marvin Vittori. This is a rematch. They fought before. First fight, Izzy won by the split decision. Marvin feels that, you know, could have went his way. It was a close fight, not going to lie, but I thought Izzy uh, won it. The theme of this fight is just like the Nate Diaz-Leon Edwards fight. Attack the lead leg. Izzy was tearing that leg up. It was gross by the end of the night. I wanted... I'm curious. I'm very curious to see how it looks the next day because it, it might look like someone's black eye. You know what I'm saying? You, you get like a jellyfish like with a purple joints in the water. That's what it looked like, okay? It looked like a crazy eight purple donut. Um, I don't even know if they make those or a bear claw or whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyways, it it, it was bad, okay? Izzy was picking them apart. I mean, I mean, Marvin, he took them down a few times, but he wasn't, he wasn't uh, effective with his takedowns. This was five rounds of getting outclassed, okay? Um, Izzy... He wasn't super spectacular, but sometimes you don't have to be. You know, you just, if you can use your skill and just pick someone apart from afar, uh, um, be two steps ahead of them in, 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 each, in each move, you know, that's all you got to do. You know, and Izzy, Izzy proved that. You know, he's back down to 185 where, he's, where, he, where he belongs. You know, he tried to fight 205. Bukovic, you know, with that Polish power, uh, stunned him, you know, learn how to wrestle, go back down to 185, work on your craft. He called out uh, Robert Whitaker, you know what I'm saying? I think he's, he's born in Africa, but he lives and resides in New Zealand. And Robert Whitaker is Australian. So, you know, you got, they want to fight again. He wants to fight him this time in New Zealand. Uh, they call him a Kiwi. I don't know, I'm sure what that means, but, you know, they about, they, they about to have a, a runner back. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be, it's going to be nice. And I think the loser has to get a kangaroo or something. I don't who knows, but I, I'm, I'm eager to see that fight because Robert Whitaker, he's a good fighter. The rematch, I will say probably is he again, but Robert Whitaker is going to come correct when they fight again. And that's going to be an amazing atmosphere when they, because last time they were down there, uh, when they fought, it was, it was a crazy, he had a little dance entrance. He was doing, you know, hopping around. He had his uh, dancers dressed up like they were, um, you know, extras from the 300 movie. But it was, it was cool. You know, he was, he was hop, skipping, and jumping down, down to the cage. You know, he had a little half a TWA, like the afro, but not an afro, like the Muhammad Ali. It's like kind of like a box, but it's not uh, faded on the side. But that's his style. You know, what I'm saying uh, I'm not, I'm not joking too hard on him. He, he is the man. That's probably gonna be the next big, big fight at 185. I'm eager to see what he does if he does win, and he probably. Maybe rematches, you know, runs it back again, kind of like Kamaru Usman. Like, where do they go from there? Because Izzy's not going 205, and he's not going to fight Kamaru Usman if Kamaru Usman moves up from 170. So 
eager to see what happens. I know the John Jones beef, that's probably out the window, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I just want to take a moment of silence. For Marvin Vittori's lead leg, I believe it's his right leg, and it's probably looking like hamburger meat, okay, on Sunday and uh, Monday. Probably that whole week. He's probably going to have, time, have a hard time walking. It, it, it's pretty bad. So, yeah, man, this UFC card was pretty good. You know, we saw a dislocated uh, noodle arm. We saw that. We saw, like, you know, that, that noodle that Jamal Hill, when he dislocated his arm from that uh, triangle arm bar choke. I've never seen an arm like that. It, it, it kind of reminded me of, you know, you get some cup of noodles, the noodle that's hanging out the cup when you get too many and, and roll it up. That was his arm flapping around. It was that, it was that loose noodle. You know what I'm saying? It's a moment of silence for his arm, moment of silence for uh, Nate Diaz's lead leg and Marvin Torres' lead leg, and a uh, moment of silence for uh, Davidson Figueroa, we've called Figs, him losing the belt. Okay? Moment of silence for all three of them. We will cheer for the first ever Mexican-born UFC champion, Brandon Assassin Baby Moreno. Yeah! All right, Omar, I'm out. I know we talked about the Zimas, the Balls and James, you know, the wine coolers, you know. We don't drink that truly stuff, that white claw. That's too tough. Nah, nah, man. We don't do that stuff, man. <laughs> Gay! Enough of that. Balls and James, the Zima day, all day. I'm out. And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. And now for the ending, I'll take. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be shocked if it looks like a uh, you cut up with a blueberry, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's kind of like tan and then the blueberries all over the, the muffin like that. That's what his legs probably look like tomorrow. I, I, I put a dollar on that, Omar's dollar. But anyways, that's the recap. I'm about to go to this after party with Just Bieber, Traded Truth, and uh, Larry Fitzgerald, and um, Charles Woodson, and a couple others were there. But, uh, you know, I might kick Larry Fitzgerald out. I, I don't like the Cardinals. But anyways, have my Zemas ready, okay? Next week, we're going to do our Barles and James and our uh, Truly Review. But anyways, I'm out. I'm going to catch this plane. This is after party. All right, peace. Hats off to him. You know what I'm saying? You know, Conan and, and Ray Mysterio, they was, they was, they was, they was sites, you know what I'm saying? I saw their tweets, they was going crazy, you know? And in honor of them and him, you know, uh, winning that title, it, it brought back memories uh, and, and enjoyed his voice when he was, he was young to all, all those Mexicans, all his fans in, uh, in, in the stadium in Arizona, you know? And in the words of uh, our man Conan, Orale! La viva la raza! Props to him, props to everybody from Mexico, you know, shouts out to them. Anyways, these fights are all all set up BSs. The Mayweather and Paul one was, and so is this Chad Johnson Maxwell one. So, anyways, enough about those BS fights. Give it to me raw, baby. Ew, wait, pause. <laughs> Gay. Uh, oh wait, oh that's gonna. Oh, does that go in outtakes? Oh, that was weird. Why did I say that? Um, that's not what I meant. Uh, um, no. Uh, oh jeez, I don't know how to recover. Uh, have my time. Uh, so. Tell me about UFC 263. So tell me your UFC 263 review, my friend. Uh, but anyways, tell me, my friend, how was your trip to AZ to see UFC 263? How was your trip to AZ to see UFC 263? How was your trip to...
motherfucker. Damn it, I'm doing this. I always do this on Zima nights. Always on Zima nights. I told him I was going to get it out early tonight. I was going to release this episode early tonight for, for Zima night so we could all listen to it together. And here I am fucking up the damn last line I need to do. All I need to do is get this last line in, put it in, edit the thing real quick, which only takes about five minutes to edit, and then boom, put that joint out tonight. But I just need to, ah, <laughs> ah. Yo, what up, Omar? This is your MMA and boxing expert, Clubber D checking in and this is a off the record post gym question is it so hard to re-rack if you work out and you put weights on a machine is it hard to put them back why can't people do that and why can't you wipe the machine after you're done if you get up and the headrest looks like you had a gallon on a soul glow on your head Wipe the motherfucker down. Pardon my French. Watch your profanity. Or English. Or Ebonics. Or whatever. Why can't people do that? Gym etiquette, it's a lost thing. I don't understand it. And also, if you walk around and work out and tank tops or flip-flops and you smell like a tropical onion or smells like you jogged to the gym, tighten up. There's a bathroom. Wash up. No one likes you. Anyways, I'm not saying you got to come to the gym wearing Jakarta Noir or, you know, cool water or some type of Aspen-esque fragrance. But I don't want to smell you. Okay? I don't. It goes for men and women. And if it's a woman, damn. I don't even know what else, what the other thing smells like. Say what? Pause. No pause, actually. Gym etiquette. It's a lost cause. Re-rack. Boom, headshot. Wash up. Boom, headshot. Wipe up. Boom, headshot. It's not hard. Triple kill. I just don't understand it. Now, I can sit here and talk about this all day. And I can also get on the attire of some people. I'm all about body positivity. Look and dress how you feel. But if your stomach looks like balled up homework, don't wear a belly shirt for men and women. Cover it up. Get the f*** out of here! Look at someone else with six-pack abs as motivation. I'm just saying. Everything's not for everyone. All right, I'm out of here. Still looking for that Zima, though. Have a great fucking week. I love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. On that note, thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Until then, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way. Oh,